Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. So just as it used to be, you used to walk into a, a guitar store and you'd hear "Stairway to Heaven," and finally <laughs> they put up signs that said "No Stairway." Class is in. Rock school radio show, show number two. If you're following us, then you knew. Last week, we did the bottom 50 of Guitar World and a little bit of me top 100 guitar solos of all time. Now. You had a chance to listen to guitar solos. Did I move you at all? Are you more of a Zappa fan or no? Mm, I'd have to hear a little bit more. A little bit more Zappa? Mm -hmm. Okay, how about I make you like a Zappa Greatest Hits CD? Sounds good. Really? Would you listen to it if I gave it oh, to yeah. you? Would you? I'll give you anything at, a try. At gunpoint? Would no you? need for the guns. No need We're for good. the gun? Okay, fair enough. And then after that, I'll make you some other stuff. A little Ingway Mounce. You want an Ingway Mounce Dean Greatest mm, Hits? You don't have, have idea who that is? No. Yeah. Uh, he runs a, an ice cream shop downtown. Uh, <laughs> my name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. We are continuing on with the top 50 of the guitar world, 100 guitar solos of all time. And as I said at the start of last week's show, if you are a guitarist, you are going to find this list upsetting to you. Sometimes you'll agree. Sometimes you'll go, why didn't you play this guy? You know, why are you playing only popular songs? There is always that element that, you know, popularity is going to rise things to the top. Mm -hmm. You're also going to have that, you know, why aren't you playing this, you know, as I said last week, this blues artist who only I know who lives under an underpass. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's always going to happen. So, Take it for what it's worth. Enjoy the music. And if you and a friend wish to disagree on it, that's the point of the show. Mm -hmm. Well, I got you a question for you. Talking. Go. How, how long have you been playing guitar? I started somewhere around 10 years old, and I'm about to turn 50. So what are we talking, four score? Okay. And yeah. is there one song that inspired you? <sighs> I can tell you the first song I was able to actually play mm -hmm. front to back, note for note, you know, literally, and I knew for a fact I had it perfectly, mm -hmm. uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Really? I know, that sounds really weird from my musical tastes. Yeah. But it was one of those where where I knew I, I had it. I had bits and pieces and riffs of other songs, mm -hmm. but for some reason, that I just, in my mind, if I can get that, mm -hmm. and I just sat for hours and hours and hours, and you know, as they say, until the fingers bled. Yeah. And when I knew I finally had it, Mm -hmm. You know, I knew I knew I could do others. Cool. And well, that's I, would, I was I was curious as one song that really inspired you was in the top fifty. Well, I tell you, there's there's there are there are solos that I think are the greatest things ever done, and some of them aren't on here. Uh, oh. The guy who I just think is the greatest soloist around. Mm -hmm. I know Eddie Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, right. but one of the guys who I think is the greatest soloists ever is Rick Emmett. Mm -hmm. From? But Triumph, the band Triumph. Oh, okay. And I know so many of his solos note for note, but I don't know that they rise. You know, it's it's one of those, I know him. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah. let's move along. Number 50, Shock Me, Ace Freely from the band Kiss. Yes. Yes, I'll buy that one. Number 49, Europa, Carlos Santana from the band Santana. 
Oh, oh so good. <laughs> Number 48, Sympathy for the Devil. Keith Richards, Rolling Stones. Absolutely. I like that one. Beggar's Banquet, obviously. Number 47, here's another one. Mm-hmm. I simply played with it until I had it note for note. Jessica. Dickie Betts, the Allman Brothers Band. You don't know Jessica? No, I think I oh, do know it, so but it's good. one of those once I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah. When you when you hear it, you'll know it. Uh, Hot for Teacher, my band plays. Oh yes. Hot for Teacher. It was one of those uh, we were when we were first picking songs. They looked at me sort of out of the corner of their eye. Can, <laughs> can you really play Hot for Teacher? And I went note for note. Start playing it. Eddie Van Halen, of course. Uh, number forty-five, Robbie Krieger from the band Doors, Light My Fire, and the one we're gonna play, yeah. Mike McCready, Pearl Jam. I'm still alive. It is perfect. I mean, when you pick a solo melodically mm-hmm. on the money, right here on Rock School. Coming out of Alive, Mike McCready plays that one. Let's continue listing. And oh, and by the way, at the end of this, I'm calling an audible. Mm-hmm. Calling an audible. I mentioned Triumph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm throwing them in. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking the songs. Number 43, Billy Gibbons, ZZ Top, Sharp Dressed Man. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Love Wonderful. ZZ Top. Again, so many people are going to say, you know, well, why didn't you play this by ZZ Top? It's, it's purely subjective. Right. I would think Lagrange. Lagrange. Is it Lagrange. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, pick a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you want to do? You know, I think Sleeping Bag is one of their best, but a lot of people start to go, oh, there's synthesizers in that. You know, see, I, I love Sleeping Bag. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's iconic of ZZ Top. Right. Yeah. Number 42, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, Clapton. Yep. Clapton. Uh, Brighton Rock, Brian May of Queen. Oh, God, he's so good. Yeah. Elliot Randall for Steely Dan, Reeling in the Years. So good. Really, really good. See, they have Elliot Randall listed for Reeling in the Years. And I always thought that was Skunk Baxter. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Elliot Randall played the solo. But I oh. thought that was Skunk Baxter. Maybe I'm wrong. Neil Young, Cortez the Killer. Mm. Really, I'm, again, I'm making you a Neil Young disc. Whole lot of love, Jimmy Page. Oh, absolutely. That's at number 38. Number 37, Slash, Sweet Child of Mine. My wife could listen to Sweet Child of Mine on a loop for four hours. You know the old torture thing? I'm going to put you in a room, play the same song to you forever. If you played Sweet Child of Mine, you wouldn't harm her. You know, the people would sit outside looking through the only the single pane glass mm-hmm. where you can only see through one side of it. Why isn't she breaking? <laughs> Number 36 was supposed to be Ingwe Malstein, Black Star. I will not play that song. I am calling an audible. I mentioned Triumph because you said, you know, who's the thing? Triumph. Right. It's Rick Emmett. Rick Emmett is the guitarist for Triumph. And I know, Eddie Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen. But the guitarist who has had the most effect upon me, the guitarist who, mm-hmm. if I could play any like anybody, 
I know. This two, would be the two one. Of, this is the guy I would choose. I know people will say, you're lying, you'd play like Eddie. No, I would choose to play like Rick Emmett. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who he is, the group's called Triumph. I urge you to go and listen to them. Uh, I believe they're back together. They had a terrible breakup over money. But I believe they're hmm. back together now and touring. I may be wrong, but I read that they were getting back together. I wish they would come around here to tour because I'd go see them. This is Rick Emmett. Uh, they've had a few hits. In my opinion, this is one of his best solos. It's called Fight the Good Fights on Rock School. Coming into the first break. See, this is what happens when you pick a song that is six minutes long. Then you play another <laughs> song, which is almost seven minutes long. You sort of blow out the first grouping of the you know, of the show. And yeah. you come into the first break. We're coming in about a minute early. Let me list a few more here for you. Number 35, Cemetery Gates, Steinbeck Daryl. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one I always think of when I think of Pantera. Right. I immediately go right to that one. Uh, Johnny Greenwood Band, uh, Radiohead, uh, Paranoid Android. Like that one a lot. Number 33, B.B. King, The Thrill is Gone. Oh, absolutely. B.B. King is another one. B.B. King has one scale. B.B. King has one thing that he plays. But distinction. It is. It's him. Mm-hmm. It's it's the way he strikes the note with a punch and then shakes his hand like he's hurt it. And the <laughs> note goes, it's just so great. And it's one of those where, you know, if he plays the same thing again and again and again, doesn't it get tiresome? You'd think, but no. Right. It's wonderful to listen to him. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Machine Gun from Band of Gypsies. Mm -hmm. Ted Nugent, he's a nut bar, but man, can he play. Stranglehold. Stranglehold. Joe Satriani, you heard him last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Surfing with the Alien. I I've always thought Satch Boogie was his, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the greatest thing you've ever done, the mm-hmm. magnum opus. But they have Surfing with the Alien a little higher than that. And we're going to play another one coming out of this break, which is by another guitarist that you listen to him and you go, I don't even want to, I don't even want to try him. It's, it's not speed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's phrasing. Does it fit? Because, I mean, I, you know, when I, when I write a song or something like that, it'd be real easy to just go to the key and just rip to play a million right. notes does it fit does it help the song right. does it is it wonderful it's the david gilmore effect is he fast no mm-hmm. can he play fast probably he can probably play a million notes a second doesn't it's not needed think comfortably numb nice long <sighs> notes that just rise and fall it's just beautiful right the one i'm going to play out of the break is that nice slow notes nice calm stuff until mm-hmm. it needs to be ballistic mm-hmm. and then it does so let's find out who's listening to us w-o-u-b athens ohio thanks a lot klsu and baton rouge hey guys thanks a lot for getting us on facebook if you did if you didn't what's the matter with you go do it go search rock school radio show and like us you really like us back in a minute Coming out of the break, I'm going to play number 29. From the album Passion and Warfare, Steve Vai. It is my opinion, Steve Vai is 
the best guitarist out there today. Mm -hmm. Technical uh, ability to blend music theory with the ability to listen to it. You know, I earlier on in the show uh, mentioned the name Ingway Mountstein. Uh -huh. A lot of people believe Mountstein is the fastest guitarist around. I mean, physically the fastest. Yeah, but doesn't I'm make him the best. I'm kind of with you. I've, I've heard two or three songs. I got it. Mm -hmm. I got it. Um, he's he, he plays you know Mozart, Bach, that kind of stuff. But at such breakneck speed, Steve Vai has the same speed, mm -hmm. but he doesn't play it. I mean, he plays things that are he uses it, yes, mm -hmm. but he plays things that are melodic. I mean, his skills and his abilities, in my opinion, make him the best out there. Immediately, someone's going to disagree with me. Of course, immediately. I mean, there are people out there that will say, "No, Kurt Cobain was the best guitarist around." And you know no. what? I, I see your eyes. You immediately go, "Oh no!" And there's people out there go, "Oh no!" But you know what? They're right. Wh whoever you think is the best, you're right. Yeah, they're you're the best right, for you. Right, they're the best for you. So, you know, I, I, got, I got people that, you know, Bob Mould is the best guitarist around. You know, hey, great. Mm -hmm. Great for you. I think that's wonderful. You know, Ace Frehley is the best guitarist around. All for you. This is who I personally think is the greatest around. And as I was talking magnum opus, I mm -hmm. think this is his crowning achievement. It's called For the Love of God. And what's fun about it is the opening sections of it mm -hmm. are achievable to other guitarists. Oh, okay. So just as it used to be, you used to walk into a, a guitar store and you'd hear Stairway to Heaven and finally <laughs> they put up signs that said no stairway. You go into, you know, NAM or you go into guitar stores, you go into, you know, guitar world. There it is. This thing is on a constant loop. It's for the love of God here on Rock School. That's Steve Vai, for the love of God, taking us to the bottom of the hour. And for the love of God, yeah. can we not play any more six-minute songs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the third one, right? Yeah. Takes okay. a takes a bite out of the show now, doesn't it? <laughs> Government do take a bite, don't you? It is the bottom of the hour. We're going to take a break here and uh, get back into the top 100 guitar solos, according to Guitar World and a little bit of me. i got to get through 28 songs in the last half hour, so there'll be a little bit of listing. But first, I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. And these are the dates for seven days in 70 seconds, June 2nd, all the way through June 8th. I believe you have Monday. Go. June 2nd, 1962, Ray Charles started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with I Can't Stop Loving You. You bet. June 3rd, 1949, Elvis Presley receives an A in language, but only a C- minus in music. On his 8th grade report card in high school in Memphis, Tennessee. June 4th, 1996, Crowded House announced they had split up. But they did it in sort of an Australian accent. Uh, June 5th, 1971, Grand Funk Railroad smashed the record held by the Beatles when they sold out New York Shea Stadium in 72 hours. Wow. June 6th, 1960, Bing Crosby was presented with a platinum disc to commemorate his 200 millionth record sold. Is that insane? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. June 7th, 1964, during the first ever U.S. tour of the Rolling Stones, they were booed off stage. Some performing monkeys who had been the act on before the Stones, were brought back on stage for another performance. Not the monkeys. <laughs> not the group, the monkeys. Actual. Some physical monkeys <laughs> were brought back on. Uh, June 8, 1963, The Crystals' The Do Run Run peaks at number three on the U.S. Singles Chart. Produced by Phil Spector, many believe it is the first Wall of Sound recording. Hmm. 
back into music. Number 28 on the list, Mr. Crowley. Boom, boom, boom. It's Randy Rhodes playing that one. His his guitar sound was, until to this day, is unequaled. It, mm-hmm. it really is. I, I've never heard a guitar quite as knife-edged. I hear people doing it, turn the presence through the roof, you know, turn the bass down, get right. the treble up, that kind of stuff. But they never quite get it right. I still think a lot of guitar, elbows down. You are you are your equipment, you're your strings, and mm-hmm. you are you. Yeah. It's just that. And the one we're going to play, number 27, Pride and Joy, Ooh. Stevie Ray Vaughan. And here it is again. Can I play the song? Yes. Can I play it note for note? Yes. Does it sound like Stevie Ray Vaughan? No. No. Right here on Rock School. Coming out of pride and joy here on the Rock School Radio Show, top 100 guitar solos. Here's number 26. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Kurt Cobain, Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's not even much of a guitar solo. What he does is simply follow the melody line on his guitar. Yeah. Yeah, But, see, popularity. But again, I'll bet there's a lot of people that think Kurt Cobain is one of the best guitarists out there. And you know what? They're right. To them, they're right. To me, they're not. I agree. To them, they're right. And I, I just can't fault anybody mm-hmm. are you putting music in are you digging it yeah good for you you win <laughs> number 25 halfway there Aqualung uh, Martin Barre from Jethro Tull that's a tough song it's a hard song to play mm-hmm. 24 Fade to Black Kirk Hammett again once again Metallica from Ride the Lightning yes. mm-hmm. uh, Tom Morello shows up again at 23 Bulls on Parade uh, I love Rage Against the Machine I really do my band talked one time about playing a, um, a song by Rage Against the Machine <gasps> no <laughs> no, you know, I, I sing a lot of the songs. You yeah. know, they'd have come to me and said, why don't you sing it? No, I, I wouldn't have a throat left. Are you kidding me? Uh, number 22, Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing, which I believe. Oh, yeah. I have a list, and I don't know whether it's a good show to do because, again, it's totally subjective and it's just me. Right. There are a series in my mind of songs that are perfect. They are perfect songs. And, <laughs> it, and to me, it's, in, it's inarguable. You can't argue with me. I simply will not listen to you. And... Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing, is a perfect song. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I believe it's a perfect song. And I'm wondering, should I just take 12 of my perfect songs and play them as a show? Because what it'll do is it'll just upset people in the audience. And (laughs) I don't know that that's the point. Uh, Number 21, David Gilmore from Dark Side of the Moon, Time. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brian May, once again, Bohemian Rhapsody. I remember distinctly when I was taking guitar lessons, mm-hmm. uh, the guy was teaching me major chords and all that kind of stuff, and he gave me the the music to Bohemian Rhapsody for the chords, right. and lots of sevenths, minor sevenths, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I thought he wanted me to learn the whole thing. So I learned the entire song, solo and everything, front to back. That's fantastic. I remember coming in and playing it for him, and he looked at me and went, I just wanted you to learn the chords. That's <laughs> right, buddy. There you go. Uh, number 19, Richie Blackmore, Highway Star. Boy, that's a great song. Number 18, Hendrix, Little Wing. Nice and slow and perfect. Is and the, the fourth Hendrix? I think so. I think you're right. And number 17, the one we're going to play, Eric Johnson. This is the man. Do you know Eric Johnson? I know the name. Oh, this is the man who gets as close to a violin with the guitar as possible. It, it, it's all tone. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Unbelievable player. But it's all tone. You will never hear a Stratocaster sound anything more beautiful than this guy. And mm-hmm. he's one of those that I talk about, you know, approachable, 
mm-hmm. Zeppelin to me was approachable. Rush was approachable. He's inapproachable. Really? I've tried to play Cliffs of Dover. Mm-hmm. It's Maybe it's just a mental thing. It's outside of my realm. Huh. It's too legato. It's too perfect. It's too classically, you know, it's outside of my realm. Maybe I should try it again. But, wow. Eric Johnson, Cliffs of Dover. I'm not scared. Going to the second break here on Rock School. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I could play it. I can play other songs by him. Mm-hmm. That one, Mental Block. I think you can do it. Uh, mental Block. Let me play a whole lot, or at least list a whole lot of songs here because we got to get to another one. Number 16, Jimmy Page, Heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Every guitarist in the world can play Heartbreaker. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can't, learn it. It really is. It's a rite of passage. Number 15, Dimebag Daryl again, Floods. Uh, Clapton, Layla. Comes in at 14. Again, it's a, a rite of passage. You have to know it. I should have done the, ca- the count on Clapton. Should have. Should have. Stevie Ray Vaughan comes in again with Texas Flood at 13. I, I don't agree with that. Texas Flood should have been much lower, and Pride and Joy should have been much higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 12, Chuck Berry. Johnny Be Good. Oh. Again, yeah. rite of passage. If you play guitar, you have to be able to do it. Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child at number 11. Again, mm-hmm. another one. Uh, Clapton, once again, Crossroads. That's got to be at least seven or eight. Probably, probably. Number nine, Randy Rhodes, uh, playing Crazy Train. I, I think that's also a rite of passage. I like that one. Every person has to play it. And at number eight, we'll get out of the break, and at number eight is what I personally think is the number one guitar solo ever, period. There is no question in Joe's <laughs> mind, but it's at number eight, and we'll play coming out of the break. Oh, who's listening to us? Uh, K... Uh, F-O-K, Sacramento, California. Who do you have? W-M-C-E in Erie, Pennsylvania. Back in a minute with what I think is number one, but they have it at number eight. Back in a rock school. coming out of the break this is what I believe is the best guitar solo ever and no it's not a Van Halen Don Felder Joe Walsh Hotel California oh yeah I think it is what's that y'all play Hotel California we tried we tried we have to we have to keep going on it so you have to when you're in a band you work on something until you know it so well you don't have to think about it because uh, yeah. the moment you're thinking about it, that's when you screw it up. Mm-hmm. And so we're not to that point yet. When we get to the point where it's second nature, then we can take it to the stage. So here's the song. It's Hotel California on Rock School. Coming 
Coming out of Hotel California, Don Felder, Joe Walsh. That's what I think is number one. Okay. That's my pick. Got to get through the rest of them because the number one song is so long. <laughs> is it six minutes? Is it over six minutes? It's well over six minutes. <laughs> number seven, Kirk Hammett once again, the song One. It's it's all right mm-hmm. hand. It's just it's all awesome. right hand. Number six, Slash from Guns N' Roses, November Rain. It's oh, I think really? that's a it's a brilliant solo. The stretch is just at the right place. Yeah. Hendrix at number five, all along the Watchtower. I don't agree with that one bit. Mm-mm. Not that it's a bad song, but he has so much better. I don't agree with that. Number four, Gilmore, Pink Floyd. Comfortably numb. I agree oh, with that 100%. That's I, my favorite Pink Floyd song. That could have gone to number one, and I would be 100% with it. Brick in the Wall Part 2, the solo in that, mm-hmm. I also agree, is so good. Uh, number three, Collins, Rosington, Leonard Skinner, Freebird. Oh, yeah. The the solo is, and, and again, it goes so long, they could have just ended up flailing. <laughs> and, and they don't. They stay with it the whole way. The band, after they've been playing for so long, bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. And mm-hmm. you can tell the band is together. Right. It, even though it sounds disjointed, they all come back together mm-hmm. and finally end the whole thing on. Number two, Eruption. Edward Van Halen, blatantly from Van Halen mm-hmm. 1. And the number one solo. I disagree with this. Yeah, I, but a I lot am of not with it. A lot of people will. Mm-hmm. Played on, I, I believe it's played on a Telecaster. I know when you see it played live, it's played on the double Gibson SG. Right. I know that's not the technical name of the guitar, but it looks like a double neck Gibson SG. I believe it's played on a Telecaster. Stairway to Heaven, Jimmy Page from the album Sozo. I don't agree with that, but a lot of people will. Yeah. So, And that wraps it up. There you go. I guarantee you disagree with this list. I guarantee you don't think that that it's, it has the right number of people on it. You think it's got too much Clapton. You think it's got too much Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Where's the John Hyatt? Where's the, you know, this? Where's the that's? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. Classes dismissed.